Hi, everyone. I just wanted to get on here before we start the podcast and apologize in advance for a lower than usual quality and sound. Uh, we had some technical issues for whatever reason. Um, my mic did not record when I thought it did, and I had to pull the audio straight from Skype for this one. And so there's a lot less editing, a whole lot less um, worse sound quality than what you may be used to from us. And that really bumps me out a little bit, but, um, that's okay. This one is going to be just a little bit more raw than usual. So, um, hope y'all still enjoy it. And I, I do apologize, but we had some great content here, I believe. So, and that's what it's all about, right? So, um, I hope you guys still enjoy it and may the force be with you. So what I told you is true from certain point of view. They fly now! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is A Certain Point of View, the podcast that talks about a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff. <laughs> that's our new slogan. That's that's it. <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? Intro. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm good, man. I'm good. Just... I'm just, I love having new Clone Wars every week. It's such a refreshing, <laughs> um, such a refreshing con like piece of content to have in my, in my Star Wars life. <laughs> it truly is. It truly is, dude. I feel like I'm surrounded by Star Wars content right now, just because yeah. I have been for the past little while, I've been catching up on, you know, whether it's Clone Wars or Rebels or, you know, then we had the movie, we had episode nine and then had the Mandalorian not long before that. Like, it's, yeah, I've, I've been just like swamped in Star Wars content. And I'm actually right. I, I was we were talking earlier. I'm on the finale of Rebels. Yes. And and it's I haven't watched it yet. And I think one reason why I haven't watched it yet is uh, I I'm really sad that it it's over like i don't have any more clone wars or rebels to catch up on so i'm like <laughs> kind of sad <laughs> so i don't i don't want it to end mm -hmm. i don't want it to end it's hard man i i remember whenever i finished rebels i was extremely sad because i um it felt like the end of an era for me you know and it's like funny because i didn't even watch it while it was like on tv i finished it whenever um, Disney Plus had come out and so but <laughs> I remember when I finished it I was just like there's I don't have like anything else to watch like I can watch Resistance but it's not the same feeling um yeah it's just <laughs> you know yeah like, I actually will watch that um I'm I still haven't gotten myself to not expecting much from it to be honest with you I mean it's it's good <laughs> for what it is it's just that what it is is not the same thing as Clone Wars and Rebels you know it's much more of a kid's show. <laughs> right. Which Clone Wars and Rebels can get in that realm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially at the beginning of Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Ahsoka is calling R2 R2-y. <laughs> Don't remind me. I'm watching, <laughs> uh, I'm watching through Clone Wars with my girlfriend, and we, like, we I think we're finally past that point. So... I'm trying to forget it again because <laughs> I forgot it was a thing until I was watching it with her and she goes R2E and I was like R2 crap I forgot you did that Ahsoka I love you so much Lucy don't but, bark oh yeah this podcast. is <laughs> <laughs> shut up Lucy uh, uh yeah it's like when you're watching at the beginning you're like oh this is why people hated her at the beginning <laughs> This is why people hated Clone Wars at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is why people have such a hard time and why yeah. I get in debates with people about, like, are they like, I just, I tried to get into it. I couldn't, man. I'm like, look, I know she calls him R2. He just, like, get past it and it'll all be okay. I know it's bad. Just, just keep, trust me. Trust me. I know it is. <laughs> it's bad right now, but it gets so good. It, oh, man. It really does, man. It really does. Um, hey, before we start, how's your streaming stuff going? It's going pretty good. Um, I we had a few people in the stream the other night. I haven't seen too many people from the uh, podcast group though, and I'd love to see some more of y'all in there. Um, I've had a couple of friends 
um, join the stream here and there. I've started also streaming things other than just the older public, um, just because, you know, I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. I like other games, too. Uh, and I only have so much time to game, so usually it intersects with when I'm wait, streaming it. Wait, you do other things besides Star Wars? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't I know did. that, man. You know. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's been going good though. Um, I would love to see, um, anybody who wants to join. It's super chill. I don't know if, you know, uh, y'all are fam- too familiar with watching people stream on Twitch and everything, but I mean, it's really just watching someone play video games and talking to them. So even if you don't love video games, it's still cool. And you can still just like hang out in there and chat with, chat with me, ask me questions or whatever. Um, it's it's really fun. So yeah. So um, for me, so I am a person who doesn't really watch people stream video game stuff. So for for someone like me, can you explain how, like how Twitch works and how you like get into watching that stuff? Like so like I don't even know. Is it an app you download? Is it like I literally don't know what Twitch is. <laughs> Uh, so I'm well, kind of old. Maybe I'm the only one. No, no, you're definitely not. I mean, Twitch is, I mean, it's, think about like how YouTube has live streaming. So if you yeah. follow a channel on YouTube, you know whenever they're live. Right. It's the same situation on Twitch, except Twitch doesn't necessarily have, um, <clears throat> um, like you don't edit a bunch of videos and then put them on Twitch. Twitch is a live streaming platform. And yeah. like you can archive your streams, but it's not like you've edited them or anything. It's just whatever you last streamed, it's on your channel or whatever. Gotcha. So, okay. So basically you go to twitch.tv and it's a website. There is also an app though that you can download and if you're on a mobile device that definitely helps and it makes a better experience than trying to watch it in your browser on there. Um so yeah, and basically I mean the whole like thing with it if you're not familiar with it at all is that um, more than just watching someone play video games, a lot of times people watch Twitch streams because it's kind of fun to be part of a community. Um, and so as like a, a channel grows and stuff and they have consistent viewers, you kind of start to see a lot of the same faces in the chat and stuff and you're talking to people online. Yes, it's a very new, like it's very much so a modern thing. Um, you're not, you know, it's not like, going out and hanging out with people you're talking to people in a chat but there's something about it that really does feel um really it's a really unique thing that i think uh twitch kind of started and um it's been carried on to like other streaming platforms as well and um yeah i don't know it's just it's really fun and so even yeah even if you don't love video games or you don't really know why anybody would want to watch someone play video games um you should try joining sometime and just like talking to whoever's streaming and just because really it's more about having a conversation with the community and then the game is there, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's really cool. I, um, I haven't joined, I haven't watched yet, but I'll have to, I'll have to jump on next time you're doing it and, and just like, yeah, see what it's all about. Cause like, yeah, like I said, I've never done Twitch before. Yeah. Um, just didn't seem like something I'd be interested in. Yeah, but I'm and it interested might not in commun- be. If it's not your cup of tea, that's fine. It might not be, <laughs> but I am interested in community. And yeah. so um, it was probably I will enjoy it more if it's a Star Wars-related thing. So I'll keep oh, an yeah. eye out for when you're doing a Star Wars one, and I'll, I'll come in and mm-hmm. take a look-see. I might stream tonight, so. Oh, cool. Know. Then I may watch tonight. Awesome. Sorry, everybody. I just wanted to I wanted to talk about that because I, I know Ben's been doing that lately and I wanted to get it on the front of the show this time. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, um, guys, today we are going to talk about season seven, episode three of the Clone Wars entitled On the Wings of Kiridax. Mm-hmm. Um, so. This is the third installment of season seven and the third installment of the uh, the Bad Batch arc. Yeah. Um. So, Ben, what did you think of this episode? Like, uh, general thoughts. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Um, this was this was um, this was like a classic action-packed episode of Clone Wars. You know, um, it, it, it was. It was the escape, like everything yes. had to do with escaping. 
Yeah, it was it was actually shorter um, it, than like most four episodes. minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah, which you know that kind of goes into the whole it being on Disney Plus instead of Cartoon Network. They don't have like a minimum requirement now, so they don't have to add in a bunch of useless jokes or something. Um, and so, <laughs> amen to that. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was well paced. I thought it um, flowed really well. The jokes were funny. The action was really cool animation was beautiful um Mm -hmm. it didn't have like a ton of meat on the bone necessarily but it had enough to keep me intrigued and it was a very entertaining episode which those always happen in clone wars so i'm fine with it loved it yeah i i agree and i thought it was really well paced as well um i i didn't notice that i didn't notice that it was shorter Mm -hmm. until I was watching someone react to it on YouTube and yeah. it was like, oh, it was shorter? Really? Mm-hmm. It's like significantly shorter. It's not just yeah. like a minute. It was, it was like three or four minutes shorter. Yeah. And the way the episode is paced and not like so much like kind of happens in it, mm-hmm. you know, as from like they accomplish from point A to point B everything that they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and none while at the same time, even though it's so quick. None of it felt rushed. Yeah. And I think that they could have easily – like I think that if they had tried to maybe cut the escape into like last week's episode, for instance, instead of giving it its own episode, it would have felt really rushed and we would have not been as satisfied with it. But I think having the escape – give it – like giving the escape the kind of attention and detail that they did is – I mean, it's a reason that we love Clone Wars. We get to see stories expanded on in a way that we don't get to see, like, in the movies sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, exactly. So I now, loved it. Yeah, I I really liked it a lot. And I will say, I think this episode – okay, so something that's kind of different about this season so far is that mm-hmm. each episode leads right into the next episode. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's quite literally, yeah. Cause it, I mean, it's, 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 it's a movie. Yeah. We've had arcs before in Clone Wars. I mean, that's what Clone Wars has been, but this feels a lot more like, you know, like we left, we left them in like that hallway and stuff. And then and this we time pick up in we that started hallway. in that hallway while they were still fighting the droids. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And even with Clone Wars before, when we are in those mini arcs or whatever, um, even though we're within the same arc, it seems like there's we usually pick up at a different point in time. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe not like yeah. <laughs> that next moment. <laughs> right. Um, it's it's <laughs> not like a direct lead into you know previous episode or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's been different about this season, and because it is week to week, you know, because it's one episode per week, um. That has been kind of an odd experience because my experience with Clone Wars so far has been I am binge watching it. Binging it. Mm-hmm. I'm binge watching Clone Wars and each episode kind of is a self-contained episode. Even if it's within a mini arc, it's still self-contained. Like you could watch it and, you know, point A to point B, it's done. Like there's a right. mission in it and it's accomplished or not. Um, yeah. Uh, and but with this, it is a continuous thing. Episode one, episode two, and episode three. None of them have accomplished their ultimate goal yet, which is to get, uh, not Cody, sorry, to get Echo, and then to get out of there. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and and, and that is, <clears throat> it, it's it's very it's a different experience to anything that I've experienced with Clone Wars yet. So I think I'm kind of like in this place where I'm like, yeah, that was a really good episode. Why do I feel weird? <laughs> you no, know? I, I'm the same way. It's uh, cause yeah, I had actually the same experience with clone wars. I didn't get to watch it while I was on TV. I watched it, um, afterward. Cause I had a bunch of people be like, you never watched clone wars. You really need to watch clone wars. And I finally did. Um, so yeah, I had the same experience with Clone Wars. See, so, yeah, I've been watching each week, and I was <laughs> same feeling. Whenever I finish, uh, whenever I finish an episode, usually I'm like, "Do wait a week." 
all right, it's fine. Like, like, but it, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's different uh, than I'm used right. to digesting this show. Um, and I'd say it's actually sort of similar with how I feel uh, whenever I realize that an episode is dropped. Because I keep forgetting that there's new Clone Wars until, like, that day happens. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, yeah, episode one. Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's not that I'm not excited for it. Um, I think it's just that I'm not used to having new episodes of Clone Wars. I'm used to watching it, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm I don't have anything else, you know. And that's a great way. I think that's kind of pinpointing what's going on here. It's that we're not used to having new episodes of it, because do you remember? I'm sure you remember. It hasn't been very long. Uh, the Mandalorian. Every time there was a new episode of The Mandalorian, it was like an event. An event yeah. happened all across the internet, all across the world, mm-hmm. um, and everybody was talking about it. And I, for one, could not wait until that next Friday, you know, right. to to get to the next episode of The Mandalorian. Like I had a, a like a mental countdown of it. Me but too. with this one, it's it's different because I have never had that experience with the Clone Wars before. So I'm now like, I had that exact same thing happen this week. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. I can watch the new episode of Clone Wars. There's a new one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been an interesting experience so far. I do think – now, l- correct me if I'm wrong. Next week is going to be the final episode of this arc. Am I correct? I believe so, yeah. I think, I think it's I a four-episode arc, and then mm-hmm. I believe – I mean, it hasn't been confirmed or anything, but I'm really hoping episode five is whenever we get Ahsoka again. Yeah. Ooh. Yes, please. Come on, let's do it. Um, so now I'm excited for the end of this arc because mm-hmm. I'm excited to binge this arc. I think I'm going to like every episode a little better because uh, – yeah, just because I think that this episode in particular is made for binging. Mm-hmm. You know, because I can like totally say that, like you said, there's not a lot of meat to the bone. And what it is, is a part two. It's a part two to the last episode. I think the first episode could stand on its own pretty mm-hmm. well. The Bad Batch, you're meeting these new characters and you go on an adventure with them or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yes, it does lead into the next episode. But to me, the story of that one felt a little more self-contained. Yeah. Um. These two could have been the same title, part one and part two, honestly. Mm-hmm. They really could have done that if they wanted to. Um, and so the episode two and episode three. And so to me, because it's just action, like that's that's really mostly all it is. Yeah. It will that I think this episode will binge really, really well. I think so, so too. I'm it'll really t- excited about it. Yeah. It'll tie episodes two and four together really nicely. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I do. So let's, let's you want to just get into the episode a little bit more specifically now? Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So this, like we kind of talked about this episode drops us right into the action, um, mm-hmm. picks up right where we left off, um, kind of in that room where echo is and in the hall outside of it. Um, so, okay. First of all, I want to talk about, and we can talk about we can talk about this character just as a whole in this episode real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Wrecker in this episode. He was so well written in this episode. Wrecker was back, the Wrecker yeah. that we know and love. And you know, if y'all listened to last week's episode, we uh, Ben and I still we we love Wrecker. But he, we felt like he was a little bit of a caricature of himself last week, um, just a, a little bit much. But um, in this episode, starting with – and this this was in a clip that Disney released uh, – that Lucasfilm released during the week to kind of hype us for the episode. But uh, that part where they're in the hallway and uh, Wrecker, <laughs> Wrecker just rips the head off of a – battle droid (laughs) it it was it was and then he was just like well there's a head and he just threw it back it it was it was awesome as soon as that started i was like i think i'm gonna like this record episode (laughs) yeah 
<clears throat> I think that uh, Wrecker in this episode, he had like his humor was right on point. Um, oh yeah, and like oh, yeah. the whole like whenever Anakin's like pulling him out of the room, whenever the like <clears throat> decimator <laughs> thing or whatever is in there, and he's like he's like what is that? I don't like it. I don't like it. Give me out. Like, <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, what is think? that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. Um, and then I also really loved the part where they're escaping on that where they're basically doing a balance beam a million feet in the air um, to escape. And, you know, they got droids on both sides, but um, we'll talk about those droids here in a little bit. Um, so uh, Wrecker is, you remember, we got, we found out in the last episode, Wrecker's terrified of heights. Yes. <laughs> um, and so he starts walking across and he's like, I don't like this. I, I'm not looking. I'm not going to look down. He's like, oh, no, I look down. <laughs> and, and he's like talking. He's like, you can do this. You can do this. You can hear him like kind of talking in the background. Yeah. And I love that. But then, dude, something I loved. And this gave this to me really, really gave Wrecker a lot of dimension in this episode. Um, a little bit into while they're they're fighting the droids on both sides of them. Um, Crosshair is like slipping off the off the beam and he falls wrecker who is terrified of heights yeah with no hesitation dives him. after him yeah. saves him and holds on to this thing underneath the beam or whatever mm-hmm. that is so cool man i just thought that was that was so cool this 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 clone who is absolutely terrified of heights and uh but whenever his fellow when his fellow teammate is in danger literally no hesitation yeah. the dude just the dude just dove off that thing hung on to the thing below it and and caught crosshair yeah and i was like okay this is why we love wrecker yeah I yes he's funny that. yes mm-hmm. he's strong yes he's like the hulk and that's and he's awesome uh <laughs> but he is a soldier and he and he will risk anything for his crew and I, I think that was such a smart decision to have him do it instead of say you could have done you could have had Hunter do that and it would have made total yeah. sense. You know, um, it would have made total sense. It would have been fine. It would have been awesome. Actually, I would have loved that. But the fact that they'd made Wrecker do that really, really made his character that much better for me. And yeah. I loved I loved Wrecker in this episode. I, I love that you brought that up because I thought about that. I was I was thinking about how um, whenever yeah whenever he like was falling and he grabbed him, I thought about that too. Where I was like, whoa, he's so scared of ice, and he was the one that just jumped down and saved him. That's so cool. And I love that you brought that up because I think that it's easy to kind of like just let that moment pass by and the you know the speed of everything because it's not like they zoomed in on his face in a slow motion moment and he's like. I'm so scared of heights. Should I save? (laughs) But good soldiers follow orders. Um, (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) Oh no. But no, I love that moment. Um, And yeah, I think that just in general, man, the, the action in this episode was so good. And like, there's some episodes of Clone Wars, I can't remember who, uh, it might have been Ken Knapsack on their podcast and Force Center was talking about how there are episodes of Clone Wars that have like a lot of dialogue and you're learning a bunch of lore stuff or whatever. Sure. But yeah. then there are episodes of Clone Wars <laughs> where it's just like all, if you were just listening to it, all you would hear is like, pew, 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 dive, dive, dive. Like, you know, like it's Uh-oh. just, yeah. <laughs> It's just like a bunch of war sounds and stuff. But if you're watching it, it's like really, really well done. Um, And that always makes me think about how uh, I've heard that George Lucas like is obsessed with chase scenes. And that's why like the the, the chase scene in episode two was like twice as long in his original cut. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like he loves chase scenes and like there's like no dialogue happening. It's just like you're watching a chase happen or whatever. And when I'm watching Clone Wars, I get that feeling of like it does. He doesn't even care as much about the dialogue. He just likes to make things blow up and look pretty and stuff. And (laughs) um, and it's just like 
it, I feel I feel that that heart and soul of George Lucas whenever I'm watching episodes like this. It's like this is the kind of stuff that he loved creating. It's why it's called Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, dude, I agree. I love I really did love the action in this episode was phenomenal. And I think that looking back on this um, on this arc as a whole and i'm like i said really excited to like rewatch it as a like to binge just this arc yeah i'm gonna watch it as a movie and it's going to be the the sweetest animated action movie that i've ever seen i'm like so pumped about it <laughs> yeah so like that is that's gonna be really awesome and it again dude this stuff just looks so good like i <laughs> I have it kind of playing in the background right now while we're talking, just kind of uh-huh. silently. I'm looking at it with no with no audio, and I'm just like, this stuff is so stunning. It's the detail and the lighting and the it, it the, clarity. the lighting. I really think that the lighting is one of the biggest technological leaps that have happened since Clone Wars was last on TV because. Yes. We've seen like, it in other things too, like Toy Story Four. The lighting yeah. in that was like insane. Yeah, like lighting and colors, I think, are just things that in the last few years in animation have leapt like crazy in, in quality. Absolutely. And, and seeing that um, in practice in Clone Wars mm-hmm. is very evident. Yeah, um, and, and you know, you could also start to see that near the at the near the end of Rebels as well. Yep. Yeah, the, and Rebels the, started out really pretty too. Like, sure. like you're seeing what like year did Ezra's that start? Hair. Um, I don't know. I have to look it Sorry, up. Sorry, I right. can't. I can't remember. It's newer though. It's like it yes, ended yeah. just like last year, right? Uh, I, I can't remember. Hold on, Rebels, Star Wars. Uh, we like to prepare on this podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the preparing podcast. Do. You want me to buy some time? You want me to stall? How much does it cost? Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, I got it, Michael. <laughs> um, Rebels started in 2014, and it ended in 2018. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. so I noticed in, in particular seasons three and four, which would be 2017 <laughs> and 2018 – um, the the lighting in particular was just like absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, but you're right from the beginning, like the hair, Ezra's hair, like flowing in the wind. It was like, wow, this is pretty detailed stuff. I like it. Yeah, right. But yeah, like since the since the last episode of Clone Wars that was on, and now this arc, it's just like holy crap, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and it would, and honestly, when Clone Wars ended, it was beautiful. Like, was. um, all that you know, uh, this is actually the end of season five, not season six. But that last scene with Anakin and Ahsoka, yeah, um, at the Jedi Temple outside, that the lighting there, it was they were, it was like they, that was like they were starting to get the hang of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's just insane now. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, so. We're in the hallway, okay, and the uh, the uh, we have a new kind of a weapon. At least it's new in my mind. We haven't I haven't seen this thing before. The decimator. Yeah, I haven't have seen one seen of these it? either. No. Okay, okay, I, I was wondering about that. Um, so this is the decimator. Uh, it's basically a ball that's shooting lasers. So it's kind of terrifying. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like and, that thing that like you see at like science museums and stuff. Um, like if that thing, like, like museum of discovery in little rock or whatever, like, you know how they always have those like balls that have the electricity and stuff like, like the Tesla coil yes. or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, like yes. how that stuff is going. It's like that, except there's no glass on it. Right. <laughs> Just being right. pushed into a room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really, it, it is kind of like that. Um, I could not help but think of uh, the Phantom Menace when this scene happened, because um, from the from the uh, from the clones' perspective in the hallway, um, the, these these lasers start coming through the blast doors. Oh yeah, 
and in like in like a circular fashion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in my mind, I, I I saw this, and my mind goes, "They're still coming through. This is impossible. <laughs> this uh, is impossible." Yeah, I I just couldn't help it, and so like it, in my mind, I went back to that, and it made me very happy. It was like a subtle callback for me, and I I yeah. I feel like they had to have done that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it, I thought about that, too. Whenever they're, like, sealing up the door and everything, I was like, ah, where's Qui-Gon when you need him, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved that. I thought this was a really interesting – so, actually, I wanted to talk about Echo while we're in this room. So, Echo um, – He looks rough, man. Echo looks rough, for one thing. Um, they handled his character a little differently than I expected them to. Um I was definitely expecting him to be in a lot worse condition. Um, and I've uh, actually watching people react. I've noticed that people are actually a little confused on his condition. And I don't know if it's because they're overthinking it or if it's because I'm underthinking it. Um, <laughs> because, like, I, especially with Clone Wars, I usually am pretty, like, I lean on the side of just taking things as they come. And taking them for what they are because, like, sometimes it goes way deeper. And when it does, it'll take you there because it's a kid's show, you know? Yeah. Uh, They They kind of make sure you're there with them. Yeah. Um, Whereas – so in this episode, uh, before before he is detached from all those, like, cables and stuff that he has in his back and head, um, like, Tech is trying to make sure that he's, like – essentially make sure that he's hit the eject button before taking out the flash drive, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so before he did that, um, echo is real rough, not even himself really at all. And then once they take the cable out of the back of his head, um, he kind of says something and you see echo again. And like, he's talking and he said, and he makes like a joke. Um, but, it didn't feel like I don't know some like people were like I don't know man if he's okay or not and stuff, and for me I was just like well they made sure he was detached correctly so I mean no he's not a hundred percent or anything, but he is still Echo um, yeah he's he's missing you know limbs and all of that stuff but he is still Echo like it is still his brain, and he's not hooked into the system anymore so he's able to act more like himself again. But it seems like, especially whenever we get to the end, uh, from what I saw, people were like speculating that, um, you know, either like he has something in his brain from the separatists that's like making him maybe be a little ominous or evil. Like whenever uh, when Rex says, uh, be just like, hopefully it'll be just like the old days or something like that. And he's like, yeah, just like the old days. Like whenever music I heard it gets that, really dark. Music gets really dark. It does get dark, but to me it wasn't um it wasn't as much ominous as it was kind of like it was dark and more contemplative. Like you were watching him kind of wrestle with the fact that he's completely different now. Like mm-hmm. I think that he was coming to the realization that it's he's never he personally is never going to be the same. So how could it possibly be like the old days? It wasn't like a, uh, yeah, just like the old days, except I have separatist rockets in my arms now. Like <laughs> it was, <laughs> like, like Good I don't Lord. feel like, uh, I don't feel like Echo was programmed to kill them. I actually think that the way that they're going to use Echo is that we're they're going to use him as the way that Rex finds out that he has a chip in his head. And um, and he's going to remove it because we, you know, having seen Rebels, if anyone yeah. hasn't seen Rebels, spoilers real quick. We know that Rex takes out his chip. And yep. also we know that Echo is not in Rebels. So something right. happens to Echo. Um, <laughs> um, but Rex and a few others took out their chips. So I think that there's still a way that he learned about that. And yeah, he heard it from Fives, but he didn't believe Fives whenever it happened. At least didn't seem like he did. Um, So I think that's the role Echo is going to play, is that as they're like trying to fix him up and everything, 
that maybe something is going to happen and they're going to notice the chip in his in his brain. But I don't think that it's that he's like some separatist war machine now. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're right about the way that they're going to use him narratively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that he's definitely going to be a part of Rex learning about the chip. Um, uh, but I – I'm not going to lie. I did see it the way that others have at the very okay. end of the episode. So yeah. when – and 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 this – I had to rewind this like five times because I was like, okay, the music wants me to see something here. <laughs> like yeah. that – at least that's what I felt. The music gets notably darker, very noticeably. And um, so he says, yes, just like old times. And like the way that he said it wasn't bad. And the way that he looked when he said it wasn't like – evil looking or anything like that but it was when he walked when he started walking away i felt like his face changed just a little bit and not in a good way like it it, i felt like just at that last second i saw a change in the way that he looked and i don't know i'm I don't know what to expect, honestly, but if he turns out to be some, you know, somehow programmed by the separatists or whatever at this point, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I would not be surprised um, because of how that ended. And I did kind of see that. I did definitely notice that to me. At least that's that's how I took that. And I could Um, be wrong because I like your take, though. I do like what you're saying is what a lot of people are saying. And so obviously I didn't see it like that. But a lot of people have. So I I would encourage you to rewind. I would encourage you to go back to that ending and just look at the very, 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 very end of it again. It's um, like an inception situation where it's like no 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 if you notice it it falls like right at the last second if you This is exactly <laughs> like inception. Yes, the the top. Yes. The top. Yeah. Yes. See like cuz I I I saw what you're talking about. Like I did like I rewatched that part because I specifically wanted to see if I missed something. And when I watched it, I really did just see Echo is in rough shape and he's yeah. not happy that he's in such rough shape (laughs) like like that's what i saw like even like what you're talking about like the face or whatever he makes whenever he's walking um into the ship or whatever it to me felt more like um this extremely malnourished um robotic clone is about is like going through essentially an existential crisis yeah (laughs) and that's more the way that i took it but i guess we'll see (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I I like it. In I like that we saw it in different ways. Kills, um, whenever he kills all of Mandalore, <laughs> Echo just flying flying above Mandalore with his rocket boots and <laughs> robotic arm. Oh, this is not a good. This is not good if this happens. Um, I would be terrible at coming up with theories. I just want to go ahead and say. <laughs> <laughs> Not the greatest. That's for I end sure. Up, I end up joking too much whenever I try to come up with the. <laughs> I just end up coming up with like, dude, wouldn't it be hilarious if this happened? Um, <laughs> well, that's how some theories sound that people come up with that are serious <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think Shmi Skywalker is Ray. <laughs> hey. I will say now that you've seen rebels and you've seen the world between worlds does it have at least a little more like you could see maybe <laughs> i didn't believe Ab- for a second or want it to happen but absolutely none no okay. chance none <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move on let's move on um okay do you have anything else to say about like the uh you know about that first that first little section I don't think so. It was mostly just fighting, yeah. and then they like did the whole. I I did think that Wrecker was gonna die in that room. I really did think he was gonna oh, yeah. sacrifice himself for a second there. Um, but that that's the only th- other thing I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I loved about them escaping that room is that um, we are seeing in this episode some Anakin being awesome. Yes, um, we are. 
we see some Anakin as a Jedi and like really, really going for it with the force. And like, I, I, you know, I've loved the first couple episodes so far, but you know, I will always say this is the stuff I come to star Wars for like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, on a deeper level. Yes. Do I love the rebellion? Yes. Do I love the clone stuff? 100%. I absolutely adore it. Um, but would I be okay if Star Wars was just Jedi's, you know, fighting Sith and the, you know, using the Force in deep ways? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be. 100%. That would be. That would be fine. Um, and so, seeing Anakin just like you know, you the the first thing you see is obviously him fighting in the hallway, but then you see them, you know, they're escaping from that room that they're in, and he's like. Uh, you know, everyone else is getting thrown up there into the vent, yeah. into the ventilation thing by Wrecker. And then Anakin's like, don't worry, don't worry. I got this. Yeah. And then so he just jumps. He just jumps up there. <laughs> and Wrecker's <laughs> like, well, all right. Um, and then Anakin lifts Wrecker up into it, too, which is cool. I was thinking, like, how are they get? How's Wrecker going to get into this? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> and then. And then Anakin force pulls him up into it, which is really cool. Yeah, um, I was like, that's, that's where like Rekker... drop down and then like grab, grab Wrecker and then jump up. <laughs> yeah, him. I was like, oh, that wouldn't be good. Um, but w- that's when that thing happens with Wrecker. Like, oh, no, what is this thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. Um, OK, so I kind of view this. Hello, Michael. Act two is the part, this next part where they are like, um, well, first we learn that um, Echo has knowledge of all of the, oh, let me see here. What is the, sorry, I thought I took notes on this part, but I guess I didn't. Oh yeah, I did. Echo has access to the Techno Union database which is their plans, building schematics, and everything. So he knows – that's how he knew about the ventilation, um, and that's how he knew that they could escape there. And then so he, so, uh, he was like, um, yeah, y'all aren't going to like this. <laughs> y'all aren't going to like where we're, where we're leading right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so act two of this episode really is them escaping up here on this balance beam basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh across you know like a million feet in the air and you know they're walking across it um do you have anything about this part that you want to talk about until we get to the droids the balance beam stuff yeah um no i mean i thought it was uh it was a really cool setup and it made me think of cloud city oh yeah yeah i like that especially whenever like uh wrecker and uh Crosshairs were hanging. Wait, was it crosshairs or was it tech that fell? Well, it whatever. Was crosshair. It was tech. Tech was um, standing up there. He was like, "I have a brilliant idea." <laughs> That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was uh, tech. But so. when, when crosshairs and Wrecker were hanging there, like the little thing they were hanging from gave me uh, gave me Cloud City vibes. Oh. But... Good call, Luke. Hanging from the thing underneath it. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's that's good. Um. So. The brilliant idea that Tech had was that he actually recorded um, – Tech recorded the distress call of the locals that that they did earlier on in the in this arc, and he used it to call the Kiridax, the Kiridax, which is where this episode really gets its name. Um, yeah. He calls those those flying, you know, pterodactyl type things, and um, so basically the plan is. He's going to call these things over, and they're going to jump on their backs and escape. Okay, so jump on their backs and escape. Uh, <laughs> again, that they're all good. <laughs> they all think they're home free. Okay. Uh, so then these battle droids, um, they fly. They then, fly now? They, they fly, fly now. <laughs> they fly now. Uh, right whenever sure they started everyone... flying, I I literally like before they even said something about them flying, I went, oh, they fly now, like out loud. I'm watching it by myself <laughs> in my apartment, like on my lunch break. 
And I <laughs> I quoted Rise of Skywalker. They fly now. Yeah, like I did I did the exact same thing. Um I I don't know how I feel about this. Um obviously they're different droids. Um I don't know. I it was a little weird to me because you know, I'm always down for new Star Wars stuff and, and all that stuff, but it, right. it was just like, why does everything have to fly now? Like, <laughs> I, you know, now the stormtroopers can, can glide and fly, and the uh, now these battle droids can fly. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it was just it was just a little funny to me. But, it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. I was yeah. just like, didn't love it when I saw it. I get that. I I liked it because I always like seeing new things in Star Wars, but I also liked that it looked different than anything I'd seen. Like the wings looked really cool and the um and I liked that it came from like the Techno Union. Like I get I get the idea that the Techno Union are the people who are sort of the ones pushing the creative um like boundaries over in, for the separatists and stuff and they're the ones developing new tech for the droids and all of that and so seeing kind of a like <laughs> this is where the clone wars could have gone to essentially like these are the kinds of droids that they could have been dealing with um yeah if it had continued much longer um that's at least how i took it but sure yeah i like that take i, I get I like that, that though it's like it's like what does everything have to fly now <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, and, and that was my initial take and you know watching it 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 is cool and it's 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 not a big deal right it's not something that i loved but it's not something i dislike either i thought my my initial thought of they fly now they fly now turned from like kind of like oh wow they fly to like why do they fly now <laughs> like come on <laughs> so anyway um part 3 of this episode um is really when they get back to the um the Paltex mm-hmm. civilization and um you know they they accident I mean they they bring the war to them which yeah. is unfortunate um and, and they're not happy about it either their chief is not happy about it and okay so I actually have a clip that I want to play um and this is really honestly the only real action we get from rex in this episode he was not a highlighted part of this episode um uh but this part i had to record because i just thought it was a really cool quote um i thought it was just like rex being an awesome leader thinking on his feet and i really enjoyed it so here it is I love that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that so much. I just love how that is a great way to convince them to to join them. Yeah. I loved this because like like what you said, this is definitely a moment for Rex where it feels like I'm sorry, not yeah, for Rex. I don't know why yeah. I thought I said Wrecker for a second. Uh for Rex <laughs> where he um he is stepping up as a leader and everything, but what actually I thought of first was like He's, he Rex is just reminding me so much of Anakin in this arc. Um, he like you really see the impression that Anakin has left on him, and you see how it has affected the way that he leads his team and his missions and stuff. Where yes, he is emotionally involved in it, but it's like he's he has taken basically the best parts of Anakin. It's not how Anakin gets too emotional and he lets it completely overtake him it's like rex knows at his core that everything about like what is happening right now is wrong or like there's stuff we need to do to learn from this and all that and he just like 
he's acting on it in a way that is it's not just stomping all over everything. Like he was even humble. He was like, he was like, no, he's right. Tell him he's right. Like yeah, I love that I he love started that with too. that. I was going to um, bring that up. Very humble. Yeah. He was humble, but he was very passionate about the fact that like, this is what the separatists are doing. And they're doing this like on your home. You have to pick a side because this is going to continue if you don't. And I thought that it was it's a really well done scene. And I'm happy that you had that clip because that's probably one of the most uh, powerful moments of this whole uh, episode. And it's the whole like one of the most powerful things about all of the Clone Wars is seeing kind of how um, how they have to handle planets who try to stay neutral and how they go about that. And sometimes mm-hmm. they have to be like, look, we understand you want to keep your neutrality. But this is what's happening to your planet, and like this is what the people who are already here are doing. They're obviously not neutral, right? Um, <laughs> like, but guess what? They're our enemy, so you can team up with us. Um, so I think that it was just it. It was a really cool thing, and it uh, it felt very Clone Warsy to me, and I love seeing that side of Rex. Yeah, man, me too. I and I love I love that you keep bringing up how Anakin has rubbed off on Rex and that Rex kind of has taken the best, um, the best parts of Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? You could say that about Ahsoka as well. Ahsoka has taken on the best traits that Anakin has. Yeah. Um, but her core goodness has kept her from embracing the dark side. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Rex is not a force user, but same with him. He's his core goodness um, and loyalty has kept him from going to, you know, you know, maybe siding with the Empire or or whatever after the after right. the Clone Wars are over. Um, so I, I love that. And, you know, it really says something about it, it's it's really interesting when you think about Anakin as a leader at that point. Yeah. Um. It is, you know, it goes back to what Yoda says. We are, they are what, what, wait, uh, they are we what are we what grow they, beyond. What'd you say? They are what we grow beyond. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's the the burden of all masters, I believe, is what you They says. are what we grow, what, ah, we are what they grow beyond. Yes, is that what that's it. Is? it. Yeah. yeah, that's we what it is. are. We what are they what grow they grow beyond. So they're what we grow beyond. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are always so, going to be better than them. We are what they grow beyond, and I, I, I kind of see that in Anakin 100% here because uh, Anakin's story is so tragic because he is such a good leader. You look at the people he spends the most time with in this war. Look at Rex. Rex is, Rex is a clone who has learned how to act on his emotions but use them in a creative and good way. Ahsoka mm-hmm. – has used that in a good way um, and has definitely learned that from Anakin. Um, It's a shame that he didn't learn that from himself. (laughs) You know, it's a shame that he, that he, um, it is, that's what makes it even more sad, man. The, what eventually inevitably happens to Anakin. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I think that's really interesting. You never, I've never really stopped to think about, man, he was, he was also just such a good leader before all that happened. Right. Um, and so it it is it makes everything else that happens to him even sadder to me. Um yeah. so and you see too, like I love the way in like Rebels when Rex is talking about Anakin, he talks about Anakin like with such fondness. Mm-hmm. Um he leaves such a mark on those that he that he's around, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, I, I love that. And I love that you keep bringing that up about about Rex. Yeah, I think it's a really important part of this season. And I think it's something that they're really trying to show us um, this season in particular, just because, you know, this is this is the last of um, good Anakin that we're ever going to get, <laughs> you know, dude, and, it's about to get sad. Yeah. Um, well, I said that until Return of the Jedi. Um, but of course, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. 
(laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Anchorman. Uh, So, okay, let's talk about the next part. And honestly, there's not a whole lot to talk about besides the action (laughs) that happens from here on out. (laughs) Right. It's just freaking phenomenal. Um, You know, here's where I – here's where – we get into what I was talking about. We see Anakin as a full-on Jedi, just so powerful, so awesome, and it's and he's just he's just bringing it full on. And um, this is what I come here for. <laughs> this is what I come here for. <laughs> and it was great to get a taste, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm and I'm actually I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm watching this right now as we're talking about it. The part where he, you know, we, we have these giant walkers, um, mm-hmm. and they're different than the Imperial walkers. They're like almost more like War of the Worlds <laughs> walkers. Yeah, I got very War of the Worlds vibes from yeah, these, yeah from these things. <laughs> Definitely, they're like on the, the tripod type legs and all that. And Anakin is like swinging around on these things, um, cutting off the guns with his lightsaber. Yeah. Um, he eventually gets to this point where he cuts off the leg, throws it off balance, jumps off, and I'm watching it right now. I'm getting chills watching it right now. He jumps off, turns around, and force pushes this thing over and into the other walker. And, dude, it is so so sick. sick. It is just one of those things that you're watching, and it's like – Man, they did that well. Oh, man, that's so good. <laughs> I love that part. And I also love the part – it's in the same little sequence. I love whenever uh, – right before that, Wrecker catches the leg. Yes. And it like – again, I thought Wrecker might die. <laughs> um, and But like he catches it, and I was like, gosh, this guy is so strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, so cool. I loved it, and I, and I – I, dude, I hope they're not trying to prepare us for Echo. I mean, not Echo for for record dying. <laughs> I know. I hope they're not preparing us like, oh, get ready here, it's gonna come, just not yet. You're ready. Um, so, um, I, the last note that I have here is I loved, I, I love at the end of the episode how, you know, the chief of this village kind of go it says, um, the Jedi will always have an ally here on Skeko Minor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's just really cool because, you know, if, if, earlier on in the episode, he wasn't happy with them for bringing the war there. Right. Um, but clearly he see, clearly they see the good that, <laughs> that the Jedi bring. And I just, I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Oh, and dude, okay. I'm watching the end of this episode and he, his eyes get skinnier at the, get smaller at the end. Mm-hmm. I swear, I swear there's going to be something. Echo, I swear there's going to be something. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, any other spare thoughts that we haven't really talked about? Any more spare thoughts? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. Honestly, I think that we talked about um, more than I expected to. Because I knew too. that this was kind of a shorter episode. But uh, we still ended up talking for about an hour about it. So, I mean, yeah, well, we it's a shorter episode and it's a lot of action. But I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about the few parts that were really more a little more in depth that we could read into. So um, which is good. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so do you have a rating for this one? Yeah, I think I do. Um, I would give this one. You know what? I'm going to give this one a nine. I'm going to give this one nine. Um, I'm going to give this one nine decimators. I think that's what they called the thing. Yeah, decimators. Nine decimators out of ten. Cool. I think that this episode accomplished exactly what it set out to accomplish. Um, I have a really hard time finding things to pick apart about this episode that I didn't like. Um, knocked it down a point maybe for length. Um, I personally would have liked another minute, but it's not missing anything. So I almost have a hard time not just no. giving it a 10. But I think that 
Well, it's uh, the, the only thing it's missing for you probably is the depth. That's the, it. The depth. That's really the all it is. Depth. Is that yeah. it's yeah. Thank you for actually helping me figure out what it was. Yeah. It's like it. It is so fun. But at the end of the day, there's not a ton of meat on the bone. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Not every episode has to be, you know, The Last Jedi. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, I, I said that just to trigger people. Um, <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I think that this episode did exactly what it set out to do. And it served its purpose really well. Um, so, yeah, this was a great episode. Loved it. Yep. I agree. I think that the the one thing I, I and I have no issues with the length. Like I said, uh, mm-hmm. this episode was like three or four minutes shorter than most episodes are. And yeah. I didn't notice until afterward when someone said it. That's how natural it felt. I didn't miss a thing. Um, they didn't add a bunch of fluff for no reason that didn't need to be there. Um, I actually am really happy that they didn't feel like they needed to add a bunch of random nonsense. Me too. Um, which is, to me, that's just good filmmaking or good <laughs> show making, whatever you want to call it. Um, so to me, I am going to give this an eight because um, I, I do think that not every episode is going to be a 10 or anything. Um, but the episodes that are a nine and 10 are reserved for there has to be more meat on the bone. And like you said, there's just not much of that here. Um, That said, everything we got was great. (laughs) You know, like there's nothing missing except for the meat on the bone. Um, But this was a great dessert. Which we'll probably get next week. Yeah, exactly. I'm fully (laughs) expecting it soon at least. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like this was a delicious dessert. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, uh, or, or you know what? You could also call this like a Taco Bell episode. I love Taco Bell. Is it good for you? No, but no. it certainly is delicious. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. There's not a lot of uh, nutrition here, but um, <laughs> but I really I, I really enjoyed it, and I think you know I think it's going to especially like I said earlier I think it's going to um, it's going to be very bingeable. It's going to be great when yeah. you binge this whole arc. So I give this an eight out of ten. They fly nows. very nice so that's good um so yeah if we don't have any other thoughts i guess we can just uh wrap this thing up ben can you tell everyone where they can find us yeah on social media yes not in our house okay um yeah so uh, (laughs) so my address is um did y'all hear that (laughs) um my okay going sorry. off the rails you can, <laughs> you can follow us on instagram at point of view pod um you can join our facebook discussion group that's a certain point of view discussion group on facebook um and there's a lot of fun conversations always happening over there so check that out uh you can also email us at pov podcast 2 at gmail.com send in your theories questions uh whatever you want to send us honestly um free stuff even that'd be cool uh and then um you can also um i always have to try you know and then uh you can also follow me on twitch at cap and benji i uh streams on tuesdays thursdays and saturdays um it's kind of up in the air on what I'm going to play right now because I keep switching between three games because I cannot commit to one because <laughs> um, I just have fun with a lot of different kinds of games. So, But I'll probably be playing either Star Wars The Old Republic, Destiny 2, or Final Fantasy XIV online. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh, and guys, we now we have a Twitter account. Um, yes, we do. Yes. That's right. It is... Um, at podcast underscore POV because none of the other ones that I could that I tried worked. <laughs> um, I was actually wondering about that. I was like, why yeah. why can't we have something more consistent? Uh, dude, I tried so many combinations. I was like, I want something consistent with our other things, but it, it's really hard to get it sometimes. Yeah. So uh, so that's what that's what it is. I'm sorry, everybody, for all of our different things. Maybe one day we'll be able to get them all consistent but um, maybe one day we'll just find one that just actually exists on all platforms (laughs) that would be great that would be great 
Um, so yeah, go follow us on there. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you already haven't to our podcast feed and, um, and leave a review if you like it, or if you think that we could do something better or whatever, leave us a review, um, and all that stuff. Uh, so, uh, let's see Thursday, the next episode that we release besides this one will be, uh, we are going to release, um, part one with our friend Josh Mesker from the uh, Outer yes. Rim podcast. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the outer, you know what? There needs to be an Outer Rim podcast. Josh, make it happen. <laughs> uh, no, make it happen outer, before Thursday. <laughs> no, the Outer Rim uh, Facebook group, which is um, really a great group. Uh, but uh, but he is going to be we're, – we're, we had a very long discussion on The Last Jedi, um, and we're going to do some – some really deep Last Jedi talks um, in part one and part two, but we are releasing part one this Thursday. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Ben, anything else? I think I'm good. Okay. Well, guys, until next time, this has been a certain point of view. May the force be with you. Always. Always.